Welcome to the Making Math Moments That Matter podcast. Kyle and me, myself, John here, and we are super pumped to bring you this episode. Because, right, yeah. Kyle, this is our 100th episode. 100th episode. We can't even begin to think about how awesome this journey has been and how much learning we've done along the way. So in this episode, we're going to do a couple things. We're going to talk about our quick journey there with 100 episodes. And then also, Kyle, we're going to share some stuff, right? Yeah, we're going to dive into the 2020 Virtual Math Summit. Our Make Math Moments Math Summit is coming up on November 7th and 8th. And we just want to highlight just a handful of sessions. So what do you say, John? Let's not waste any time. You ready to uh, do this thing? Let's do it. Cue up the music. Welcome to the Making Math Moments That Matter podcast. I'm Kyle Pierce from tapintoteenminds.com. And I'm John Orr from mrorrisageek.com. We are two math teachers who, together, with you, the community of math moment makers worldwide who want to build and deliver math lessons that spark curiosity, fuel sense-making, and ignite your teacher moves. John, are you ready for this, the 100th? episode of the making math moments that matter podcast yeah yeah and like a hundred it's like we've been releasing an episode uh one a week for a hundred weeks so we're coming up on what two years almost of math pd for your earbuds it's like a hundred hours of learning while you walk run drive wherever you've been kind of doing or listening to this podcast and if you've listened to all hundred episodes Kyle, I don't think anyone has done that. You know what? What? That is a lot. But we have had emails from people who say they can't wait for the next episode. And honestly, that just blows our mind. Back when we started this thing, we had this goal to help provide an opportunity for math educators anywhere in the world to connect with math education influencers and really to provide some ongoing professional learning, even if it's just the beginnings or that surface learning, but to hopefully inspire and nudge people to dive a little deeper with new ideas. Mm -hmm. We had like no idea how many people would actually listen to a math education podcast, especially since it's likely that listening would be done on the educator's own time. Like, Time that could be, you know, listening to their favorite jam or listening to an audiobook or just get their minds off the busy day to day business of being in the math classroom. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that both you and I, John, we are really math geeky and we've spent a lot of our own time over the years before the podcast was going. You know, you and I are both bloggers. We were sharing things in our classroom. It was kind of a reflective process. And we kind of looked at this thinking that if we do this show and let's say nobody listens, first of all, it'd probably be hard to get more guests on the show. But aside from that, both you and I would do some learning and we certainly have. So but the best part is, is that as this episode, we're recording it a few weeks ahead of time. You know, we always try to do things in advance when possible. We're happy to say that as of this recording, we've actually had over 445,000, 445,000. That's like almost half a million listens from 
178 countries from around oh the gosh. globe. Like that to me is shocking. I still having a hard time like quantifying that and figuring that out. But obviously we are feeling so grateful that the work that we're putting into this and all the time that all of our guests have dedicated to coming onto the show, it's just mind blowing. And of course, most of our downloads are coming from North America, you know, John and I being from Canada and many people from the US, but we're still amazed that all the way on the other side of the world, like Australia and New Zealand, for example, represent over 20,000 listens. United Kingdom ranks up there as well. But then the part that really touches our heart mm -hmm. is that the fact that this podcast technology thing, it's really allowed us to help teachers in other countries where sometimes not all of these countries I'm going to mention here, this is the case. But in some countries, Math PD is not something that teachers have easy access to. We've got teachers listening from India, from South Africa, from Brazil, North, uh, not North Korea, South Korea, and Rwanda, and many, many more, as we said, 178 countries. So just how awesome is that? We're really excited to celebrate that with all of you today. It's so fantastic. And uh, we couldn't do it without you, the listener, you, yeah, right now that you're listening to us, all of you math moment makers out there who continue to listen and provide us with feedback through reviews on Apple podcasts and other major podcasting platforms, as well as social media. It means a ton to us when we see those messages come in with your aha moments and something you've taken away from the episode that reaffirms what you believe math teaching to be about. And helping students fuel sense making through curiosity has always been our mission. And we're super proud and pumped that you are also listening in to do that with your students. For sure. So at this point, we look and we think about all of these ways that we're inspired. We're inspired when we see how many people are listening. So obviously, that first and foremost is the most important piece. So keep on listening, friends. Like when we see that, that is an indicator to us that yes, the work is worth doing, the time and the effort. Right now, my children just ran down in the basement and they're at the door looking at me like, hey, we want to watch a movie soon. So come on, dad, let's go. You know, mom's ready. The kids are ready. So we spent a lot of time doing this and dedicating that time and our families are very supportive. But when we see people are listening, that's amazing. Something else that's awesome is listening to and reading some of those reviews. So if you're one of the people who have left the almost one of the almost 300 ratings and over 100 reviews on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much. That means a ton to us. If you're not, we would be super appreciative, I should say, if you pause the episode and go do so now. Even if it's just a rating, you know, you don't want to actually type something, but even leaving us a, a line or two on an aha moment or uh, why you listen to the podcast, these mean a ton to us because when they come in, it doesn't matter what kind of day you're having. I know, John, you and I, we actually have an automated Slack channel that when a review comes in, it notifies us on our phone. And both you and I always sort of leave a comment afterwards, like we reflect on it. So thanks for allowing us to have that reflection. And again, super appreciative if you go ahead and leave that rating and review. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, big, long winded way of us just saying not to say that Kyle's long winded. It's, it's <laughs> hey, John, the, the, on, the beginning of our episode. But thank you so much. 
Let's get into kind of the meat of what this episode is going to be about, which is like, why should we be invested in Math PD right now? And we want to introduce and talk about the 2020 Make Math Moments Virtual Summit. It's our second annual virtual summit. Last year, we had over 18,000 registrants take part and invest in their professional development learning. We can't be more excited to do it all over again. One of the best parts is it's for free. One of our missions here, and this is what the podcast is about too. One of our missions is to provide professional development to teachers who normally wouldn't get professional development or it costs money and we don't have that money at our school or I don't want to pay out of pocket. Like there are lots of opportunities for us, Kyle and I, to provide that to the community. And that's what we want to do here with the podcast. But also the podcast is like you get a kind of a window into a certain way of thinking or an idea. It's tough to listen to an hour and then go like, I've changed my practice, but it's kind of gives you like an insight into what you could do or where you could go next. And I think we extend that with the summit. So the summit is like, now we're giving you full hour video. And in this case, this year, half our sessions are live on Zoom. So we're excited for that. But it's all about this mission of ours to provide you with professional development that you can use in your classroom to make math moments. And that's kind of the theme for our Summit, same as the theme last year, is how can we make math moments count? And it's so important this year. I think we owe it to our students to to make math moments during teaching in a pandemic. And I know it might be the last thing that we want to do is spend a weekend or a part of a weekend invested in professional development. But I think it's going to be worth it. It's there for us if we need it. Hey, Math Moment Makers, Kyle here. And I've got just a quick message specifically for our district-level mathematics decision-makers out there. Do you feel like you're spinning your wheels when making district-level goals for mathematics programming from kindergarten through grade 12? Setting new goals each year only to find little to no real shift in pedagogical practice or educator content knowledge across the district as a whole? Take a moment to book a short call with our team so we can learn more about your specific district and educator learning needs in mathematics so we can assist you in taking the first step of many in the right direction. Visit makemathmoments.com forward slash district to book a web call with our team today. We have a limited number of spots for districts just like yours, so don't wait head to makemathmoments.com forward slash district and grab a spot in our calendar now. Yeah, for sure. Very well said. And I kind of look at it too. For those who have listened to the podcast before, if you're a first timer, awesome. Great episode to kind of come into the fold here. But for those who have listened for a a long time, you know about the Make Math Moments three-part framework. We talk about it all the time. We talk about our math lessons, how we want to spark curiosity. We want to fuel sense-making in our lessons. And we want to learn the teacher moves. We call that igniting the teacher moves. Well, With this summit, it kind of works very similarly when you think about it from a PD perspective. Like if you think of the podcast, the podcast is kind of like the spark. It's like that curiosity part of our lesson. It's super important because you have to be sparked in order to get your mind thinking about it. And like John said, you're not walking away from a podcast likely going like, wow, that idea, I'm going to implement it tomorrow and everything's going to run perfectly. But 
it gets you thinking about it. It gets you starting to go, wow, I think I want to do that. I want to learn more about that. I want to tinker with that. And the summit, I would argue, is kind of like the fueling part of that professional learning, right? It's like, wow, okay, now I've got access to, and we're going to talk about this shortly, over 30 sessions this year. In the past, we had, I think it was 25 last year. Mm -hmm. But now you've got this weekend that you can dive into. It's impossible to get through all 30 sessions in the weekend, but we'll talk about ways that you can engage in more of that learning on your own schedule in just a little bit. So that for us is just this way that we can extend this podcast learning and kind of make it even more deep. If the podcast is that surface learning, now we're going for more of that deep learning. And we know that we are teaching through a pandemic right now, and it is really, really challenging. So we definitely don't want to overwhelm anyone with this PD. So just keep in mind that our aim with the summit is not to overwhelm or add more to your list. We're hoping that it's there to support so that we can provide you with what you need now. John, what are your thoughts on that? Because that has been going on in our mind. We're like, is this timing for the summit? Like, should we be waiting? Or maybe this is exactly what some people are looking for or needing at this time in order to get through. Yeah, like the last thing I think we want to do is put more on your plate. You've got so many things going on. If it's just too much right now, then it's almost like we don't worry about it. We want you to do what you need need to do now. Like we know you have to prepare your lessons online or face to face, or a lot of you are doing both at the same time, which is for me mind blowing because I have not been in that situation yet to do both online and in the class and provide work for both. You know, you got to mark papers, you got to give feedback, you got to probably do COVID assessments, you probably got to fill out contact tracing forms, you got to read IEPs and got to teach kids. Like there's so much going on right now. And the last thing we want to do is give you something else to do. So but if for some of you are like, I'm really looking forward to having some suggestions or some tips, especially on, say, remote teaching or virtual learning, or especially on like how to use technology effectively or use assessment. Like, I'm looking for some and I still have to fill requirements for my teaching certificates. Like there's a lot going on. There's different motivations out there. And if, so if the summit is too much right now, then no worries. We do have replays for later on that's going to happen. And we'll talk about that as we go in this podcast, how that kind of works. But if it is for you, then I think it might be the right time. So it depends on what you're looking for. But that's one of our missions is we want to provide professional development that meets your needs. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you nailed it right there. You can't do everything all at once. So you just have to be responsible. I think responsible is the right word. Be responsible to determine what is your next step, right? And what's best for you right now. And this is from like a mental health perspective, from like a mindfulness perspective, and from pedagogically and content knowledge. You know, I'm going to argue that you've got to take care of yourself before you worry about pedagogy and content knowledge, right? And if you're in a good place, then maybe you start diving into that spot. So let's talk about the summit, though, and let's get this on your radar. First off, it is coming up November 7th and 8th. 2020. So if you're listening to this episode when it goes live, we're just a handful of weeks away. Three weeks, I think it'll be when this episode goes live. It is all free high impact PD that you can engage in from your couch. And we want to make it for educators kindergarten through and past grade 12. We actually have some post-secondary applicable sessions as well. And if you haven't gone there yet, like you might be thinking, John, wow, you keep talking about this thing, but how do I get there? Mm -hmm. We go to summit.makemathmoments.com. Again, that link is summit.makemathmoments.com. 
you fire in your email, you get to pick your sessions. If you pick your sessions and you change your mind, you can always go back in and reshuffle them and change them. So don't get too stressed about that process. Load up your schedule. Even if you can't make certain sessions, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, you have something going on between this time and this time. It's probably worth it to throw a session in there just so that if you want to check out the replay, which we'll talk a little bit about, you'll have it on your radar to go and seek it out as well. And yeah, my pro tip would be just to select them all and then you will get notifications about when those sessions are coming up so that uh, you can choose at that time. So it's almost like on Saturday afternoon, you know that you could go to the three o'clock Eastern time slot. All of a sudden, you now can shuffle it. You're like, you know what? I don't want to go to that one anymore. I want to go over this one because this has happened this week and I'd like to get some more learning on that. So choosing them all can be helpful because you get to get notified of those sessions when they go live. And that's one of the the things we talked about earlier is that we have about a, a handful that are going live. So if you register, we'll be sending you links to Zoom so that you can join us and the session speaker live to kind of go over there through their session, which is going to be pretty awesome because it's uh, going to be more engaging, I think, that way. And you're going to say, meet them live during the, that particular webinar. And some of our sessions are pre-recorded and then they'll be released at a particular time. And there, we have live chats embedded on the website so that you can uh, chat with the other participants. And sometimes the speaker will be in those live chats to kind of walk you through what's happening in the video. So that's kind of like how the structure works. Afterwards, the replays will be available, those live sessions within, say, two hours, the replay will be up on the website. The pre-recorded ones, they'll just be readily accessible right immediately afterwards. And then, Kyle, we're going to have those replays because I know, like you already said, you can't fit all of those in a weekend. So the replays are available for up to just over a week or just under a week afterwards. So up until Friday, November 13th at 8 p.m., that's when you can catch all the replays throughout the week. You can space them out. You can wait till you get to work if you wanted to watch all the replays. You could watch them with your, say, department meetings after school or with your team-based meetings. So those will be available for a week. And then they're going to go in the academy, right, Kyle? Absolutely, absolutely. And that is something we definitely encourage. We've had some district leaders reach out to us and they're like, how do we do this if we want, let's say, school or even district-wide PD? You know, some districts have a PD day, like a professional development day during that week. And we say, have at her, like get the teachers to actually sign up so that they can pick some of their own sessions, but then also feel free to share those sessions in a larger group as well. So definitely take advantage of those replays. We, again, want this to be accessible to as many math educators as possible. Like the reality is, is we know it's probably maybe not the educators that are listening to this podcast, but there are many educators out there who have a really busy out of work or out of school life, right? And as much as maybe they want to engage, they've got maybe kids at home and they're running them around, shuttling them to this practice, that practice, this rehearsal, that rehearsal, whatever it might be. And they might just not have time to check out some of those replays on their own time. So being able to provide during the school day in any way possible, if it's a PLC time, or even if it's just an optional like at lunch, like viewing party, definitely we're encouraging you to do so. And this year, We're really excited because we have 35 speakers that we've reached out to. And even some of our speakers, when we reach out to speakers and we try to come up with a diverse lineup with topics that are going to be applicable and helpful to the math moment maker community, oftentimes they say, like, what's the theme? 
And John and I in the past have been pretty flexible. We're like, well, actually, like we reached out to you because you are someone who has influenced us in a certain way. So you'll see that in some of the sessions that we're sharing. And we didn't want to limit some of our speakers to one particular idea. We want them to share what they're passionate about right now. Like what is on their mind? What are they able to help other educators with? And when we pick those speakers, it's like it keeps it, dare I say, real because you're getting what they truly want to share with you. And I think that's super awesome to have an authentic opportunity for them to be sharing with you, the Math Moment Maker community. Yeah. And so let's highlight a few of the sessions. And uh, we're actually going to highlight a little bit of themes that we have inside this summit. We've got a number of topics, which is happens when you register. So when you register, you put your email in, then it's going to guide you through the registration process where you pick your topics and then you pick your sessions after that. So we've got four kind of big topics that we're just going to highlight here, even though there's many topics. So the topics that we're going to uh, share here, the most people registered right now have chosen in this topic, which is remote teaching and teaching during the pandemic, like using technology to teach. The second topic we're going to highlight here in this episode is social justice and access and equity. The third topic we're going to highlight is content knowledge, like building your math knowledge so that you can teach your students. And the last topic, I guess it's not really a topic, right, Kyle, but it's like we want to talk about different grades, like what sessions are for which grade. We've got a number of sessions that are for elementary, but we also have middle school, we've got high school sessions, and we also have some post-secondary sessions. So we're going to talk about that too. Let's kick it off with the remote teaching and technology and teaching during the pandemic. We've got lots of sessions in there, but we want to highlight just a couple of them. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And one that uh, we're highlighting first, partially because we've mentioned this individual's name quite a bit on the podcast, has had a huge influence on both John and I, as well as the three-part framework for Make Math Moments, is Dan Meyer. He was actually on a recent episode. I don't have the episode number off the top of my mind, but he, he was just a couple episodes ago, came on and did some awesome sharing there. He's sharing a session called Connected and creative classrooms in a time of crisis. The timing couldn't be better. Dan, who is the C, I was going to say CEO, but he's the CAO, the chief academic officer of Desmos. He's going to be talking about technologies and pedagogies that can help us maintain our connection and creativity. Super excited for that session. He's a great speaker. Like Dan, if he put down the session title was, I'll think of it as I go. I would still listen because I'm sure it would be awesome. Dan is a great speaker, as are all of our presenters in the summit. He's great to listen to. I learn a lot from him, not only from like a math pedagogical standpoint, but also from like even a speaking standpoint. You can tell that he's really spent a lot of time upping his game as a speaker, and that influences obviously how he teaches math as well. Yeah, another session we want to highlight, the title of that session is Two Tools to Help with Virtual Learning. It's presented by David Petro, who is actually a good friend of Kyle and I's. We've been influenced him by a number of different ways. He was a past OAME president and also now a vice principal in our neck of the woods in Windsor, but he's going to help the virtual learning environment by uh, giving you some tools that has been useful for him and his learning online and the teachers he's worked with. One of the tools he's going to look at is Desmos. And specifically, he's looking at uh, features that enhance the distance learning for both uh, you, the teacher and your students. So he's going to give you some great tools there and uh, make sure you check that one out. 
Awesome, awesome. And then uh, another recent podcast guest, Howie Huey, who is going to be helping share strategies for virtual instruction. And Howie works with uh, pre-service teachers and is going to be talking a lot about some of the different ways that we're transitioning to teaching virtually. And he recognizes that teaching virtually is challenging. And he also, in his description, mentions that he's not an expert. So he's going to share some strategies. But I love how Howie, you know, you see how he shares on social media. When we spoke with him recently and recorded his podcast episode, he's very open. He's very honest. And basically, he's just there to give some ideas. He's not trying to suggest that he does everything perfectly. And his goal here is to give some strategies that you can use right away in your class. And I think that's what a lot of people are looking for, right? Is like, I don't want to have to take three more months to figure this out. I want to put this into action now. Yeah. And the last session we're going to highlight here in the kind of remote learning environment, which is not to say that these are all the sessions in that category, is Chrissy Newell. Her session is actually going to be live. And Chrissy is a great teacher. We spoke with her on the podcast. We've connected with her many times at conferences in the past, but uh, definitely influenced us. She is the co-founder of the Math Gals movement, and you may have seen the t-shirts and her passion for spreading the Math Gals idea into classrooms. She's recently moved over to Desmos as a national coach. She's going to share the session, see it, move it, grasp it, math with virtual manipulatives. And she's going to uh, explore how you can use free virtual manipulatives in your classroom to kind of bring out those ideas that uh, sometimes are complex. So uh, make sure you check out Christy. She is a great speaker. We've seen her speak a number of times. So don't miss out on that. So you can remember, register at summit.makemathmoments.com. That's going to get you all hooked up. Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. Yes. And when you go to summit.makemathmoments.com, again, that's where you're going to register for this free summit, summit.makemathmoments.com. You're also going to notice one of the topics that John and I have really tried to be intentional about increasing our own learning and becoming more aware, less ignorant to what's going on in the world around us is social justice. That access, equity, diversity, and inclusion. Uh, These are ideas that we really want to learn more about, and we want to just essentially up our game in this area. So a couple sessions that are worth checking out. We have Faith Monahan from Desmos as well coming and sharing a session called Recognizing Student Brilliance, Using Student Thinking and Identity as the center of a classroom experience. I'm sure when you listen to that title, that is like a theme that has been coming out more and more, or maybe we're just recognizing it more, John, I'm not sure, but it feels like in all of our episodes, like we're hearing people talking about that and and realizing that, you know what? We can't just be planning our lessons with the math content in mind. We have to be focusing it on the students, their identity, their thinking, and we have to make them the center. So I'm going to guess that she's going to be sharing some really cool tips with Desmos and how you'll be able to do that. And most importantly, the pedagogical moves that are important because I've done it before. I know you have too, John. We've used Desmos in the past when we first started using it. Did we really pay attention to the teacher moves that we were making or did we just think, oh, it's technology, it's going to do all the work for us? So one of the coolest parts about this session is that Faith is going to be presenting this live over Zoom. 
Again, if you can't make it to her session at the time allotted or at the time it's going to go live on Zoom, we will have that replay up very soon. As soon as that file uploads and is done, we'll get it up so that you can watch it on your own time afterwards if you can't make it live. But I'm really excited to see it happen in the moment and to be in the chat with all of you learning alongside Faith. Awesome. Another session we want to highlight is by Dr. Farshid Safi, who was actually just on episode 99. So if you listen to that, you have just heard him talk about uh, some of the things he's passionate about here with us. He's doing a live session as well. His title is Shifting Away from the Binary equitable teaching practices and focusing on content and connections. So he's got lots of stuff to talk about, you know, as community of educators, we need to confront false dichotomies and regarding teaching and learning, we should be focusing on practices related to equity and uh, facilitating learning of mathematical content and connections all together. And that's what we actually talked about on the podcast, but he's going to go into an in-depth session here in the summit. So uh, that session is definitely on my list for sure to watch as I, or Kyle, actually, we haven't decided who's going to host that session. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll all the figure lives. that out. You're going to see John yeah. or I, because right. we're going to be uh, hosting these live sessions. And we'll be in there. Yeah, I think we're going to be kind of probably fighting over uh, many of them, right? Because, you know, we <laughs> right. sort of want to be in two places at once. As John mentioned, we're mentioning a couple sessions here just to give you kind of an idea of the landscape of what the summit's going to be all about. A couple notable sessions before we move on. Kanika Turner. She's going to be doing a session called Making Math Class Safe Again. I love the title of that, especially around <laughs> around November for our U.S. friends. And Eli Luberoff is going to be going live talking about staying human while learning online. Now, these sessions that we're sharing with you, they're not the only ones that fall under this social justice category, but they are some of the ones that... We just wanted to share across the two days of the summit. Next up, though, we'll be diving into some content knowledge. For those who are hanging out with us a lot, you'll know that content knowledge is something that for many years, John and I really focused on the pedagogical moves. We focused on engagement. We focused on all of these things, all important things. But then once we started to get a little traction in that area, what we realized was that our content knowledge was not as strong as we wish it was. You know, we were very procedural and we've got some Awesome, awesome content knowledge sessions. Uh, what's one of the sessions that you're eyeing there, John? Yeah, Pam Harris. I've always kept an eye on the work that she's been doing because I feel like it builds my content knowledge. You know, she kind of lives in the younger space to build up that content knowledge. And me being a high school teacher, kind of like, why would I be doing that? But I feel like the learning that I do with Pam helps me become a better high school teacher, even though she's talking about middle school and lower grades. So she's got a title, if not the multiplication algorithm, then what? Which is a very curious title because I think it's something that we all kind of struggle with. If I try to stay away from algorithms, what do I do instead? And so Pam's going to give you some interesting ideas and tips there to how to teach multiplication in a different way. So make sure you check out Pam's session, which was going to be presented live. Hey there, Math Moment Makers. Are you a dedicated listener? Like I'm talking, have you been listening for a couple of months, maybe even a couple of years? 
Well, if you haven't taken a moment to leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform, it would mean so much to us. It'll take you under one minute uh, so that you can help more educators see and experience the Making Math Moments That Matter podcast. Uh, do us this huge solid. Uh, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. And uh, here is today's episode. Awesome stuff. Yeah. And Pam's great. If you haven't heard her episode, you got to back up in the podcast, listen to that. And John, the cool part too, is that Pam, it's kind of like we're following in her footsteps a little bit because both you and I from the secondary classroom, Pam was a secondary or yeah. high school math teacher. And when she started working with her own children and trying to figure out like, how does she help them? She realized what you and I both realized, which was we didn't actually understand the math as well as we thought we did. So she's been kind of on that journey. I would argue she's probably a little uh, further ahead in that journey than we are in terms of kind of backing up and working her way up. Tons of great resources for our secondary friends, too. But that one on the multiplication algorithm, I think, is really applicable, whether you're in elementary, middle school, or secondary. Because when you really think about it, it's all about this goal of algorithms, right? And if we're teaching to algorithms, that is not the real intended purpose. Uh, next up is Annalise Record. She is going to provide a pre-recorded session. She's going to be talking about developing flexibility through facts. So she's going to be working with some of our younger grade level educators on fact fluency. And she's going to talk about the four aspects, flexibility, efficiency, accuracy, and automaticity. The one thing that I love here is that she doesn't use the word speed. You know, accuracy is a word sometimes people say it's not all about, no, but she wants kids to be accurate, but it's not about rote memorization. It's about building that flexibility, that automaticity. She's going to provide an awesome session with that. John, what else in terms of content knowledge? I think we've got a pretty cool session for our friends who may not find themselves in the math classroom. Yeah, this one has caught my eye by Desiree Harrison. And it's because if so many schools are still teaching fully online or a hybrid model, but Desiree is going to dive into not specifically like thinking about students here. They're like, how can we help coaches? You know, like so if I'm a coach, how do I help the teachers that I'm working with when we're completely online and we're not meeting face to face. So normally you would sit side by side with your teacher or your partner and you would help them on their goals. But now that we're completely online, like how do we do that in a completely remote environment or a hybrid environment? So Desiree is going to share with you the strategies she's used while working online with uh, teachers from grades K through five. And they're going to be strategies focused on the goals of increasing student engagement and mathematical discourse, which I think is something that we're all asking for, especially when we're teaching online. So that one is has caught my eye and you should make sure that you register for that one. Kyle, let's kind of talk about some grade bands too. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to dive into grade bands. But before we do, I want to like just take a moment here and I want to pause. We've shared so much awesomeness You've got to be sitting there. If you're listening to this and you have not registered yet, if you have not hit the pause button and registered yet, what are you waiting for? You're still listening, which means you got to be interested. So go ahead, hit that pause button, head to summit.makemathmoments.com. 
definitely do it. Don't wait. So many people on the last day or the day of start emailing us and things like that. Like, how do I get in? I see people talking about it. And John and I are going to be so tied up with all these live sessions. We just want to make sure that everyone has access to it. So let's talk a little bit about grade bands. The reason why we wanted to talk about grade bands, we talked about all these different content pieces, talked about different categories for these sessions. And the reason we wanted to bring grade bands up is because I feel like, and maybe this is just, you know, a availability bias on my part, but I feel like our friends in middle school and into especially high school feel like oftentimes sessions are more geared for our early elementary friends and even upper elementary friends. We have tons of sessions for them in this virtual summit, but we also have lots and lots of great sessions available for our high school friends. So here I want to kind of highlight a few things. We have almost 20 sessions that are suitable for our high school friends. So this summit is for you as well. Lots for our elementary and middle school people, like we already said, but we want to make sure you check out a few of them. So the first one I'm going to share, actually, we just released the day we're recording right now is October 12th. And today's episode, which is like episode, what, 97 or 98, Peter Liljahal came back on for a second time. He was on episode 21 to talk about the thinking classroom. And now on episode 98, he's back to take a deeper dive into his work around the thinking classroom. The work that he has done is very inspirational to us and the Make Math Moments three-part framework, things that we've learned about vertical non-permanent surfaces and random grouping, and even just the types of tasks that we use in our classroom. He and Judy Larson are going to be teaming up again. They were in our summit last year for 2019. They're going to be hanging out on Saturday, November 7th at 4 p.m., Eastern time, which is 1 p.m. Pacific time, their pre-recorded session will be made available so that you can dive in. And it's going to be applicable not only K through 12, but I would say like most specifically for our middle school and high school friends and post-secondary friends, whether you're doing this face-to-face or online, they're going to be discussing some of the similarities and differences among these different contexts that if you're teaching face-to-face, what implications do we need to keep in mind versus online or even in a hybrid model. So it's going to be a really, really great session. And you're going to have an opportunity to kind of almost build on that session a little later in the conference too. Why is that, John? Yeah. So the next session is Changing a Math Class Culture, which is by our good friends, Alice Aspinall and Chez Setra. They are high school teachers in the Windsor area, and they are presenting on how they've changed their class and their class culture. And it's based heavily with, among other ideas, off Peter and Judy's work. So that's why it's a nice lead in. If you watch Peter's session, you can also then go watch Alice's and Chez's session on how they've actually done it in their classroom. So that's going to be awesome. And it's super, super exciting to see that. We've been doing that in our classroom, but they are making those changes in their classroom to help reduce math anxiety and increase the desire to learn math. They'll be outlining that journey from their work, uh, Peter's work on the thinking classroom and also growth mindset. So they've got some great stuff to share. John, this is going to be a great session and we're sharing it last but not least because I really wanted to cap off Peter's session with Judy and actually Allison Chez are from my district. So I have like kind of a special place in my heart, you know, calling them colleagues and friends from Greater Essex County District School Board. 
their session is going to be really helpful. And they're in the classroom still too, which is great. Sometimes you hear sessions from people that are kind of removed. They are in the trenches and they're still doing the work and that's awesome stuff. So Let's do a quick little recap. Uh, John, this is Saturday, November 7th and Sunday, November 8th, 2020. You can watch the live sessions live. You can watch the pre-recorded sessions that will be released as they're released. But there's also a replay period until Friday, November 13th at 8 p.m. Eastern time, which is 5 p.m. Pacific time for our North American friends, when they'll then go to the Make Math Moments Academy, just like all 25 sessions from last year's summit, plus all of our nine courses are in there, our problem-based units and lessons with teacher guides and walkthroughs, as well as our vibrant community area. So they will go in there with that bundle of learning. And John, the learning doesn't have to end on November 13th at 8 p.m. because you're more than welcome to join us as an Academy member. Yeah, so you can also join the 700 other Academy members who will be able to watch all Summit replays indefinitely on their own schedule inside our Academy. The Virtual Summit and other courses provide, you know, with we feel like a year's worth of math professional development to continue upping your math moment maker game. And best of all, you can become the, a member now by grabbing access for your first 30 days are free and you can cancel anytime. With both monthly and annual membership options, you can choose whether they go month to month or save and uh, go straight to a year. We strongly encourage all math moment makers to seek funding and support from their school district. A lot of our current members don't actually pay out of pocket. They get it completely covered through either invoices or purchase orders. And we also provide participation certificates for all the courses that we have inside the academy. And also you're going to get certificates for just participating in the summit. So lots of opportunity, lots of reason to kind of keep your learning going past, say, November 13th. Yeah, absolutely. And the actual academy, as much as John and I love doing the academy and participating in the academy and creating content for it, just like this podcast here, the academy is essentially how we manage to fund the virtual summit. So we want to get that PD out there as much as we possibly can. And we want to continue going deeper with those who really are looking to continue stretching their content knowledge, their pedagogical practice. And, and again, like John said, we're really encouraging you to seek that funding from available funds in your school, in your district. And we hope to continue offering these opportunities well into the future. So if you're listening and you're a school leader, maybe you're a principal, administrator, or a district leader, a consultant, a coordinator, reach out to us at makemathmoments.com to discuss some of the options for your school or your district. Keeping in mind, like we fully encourage you to maximize the replay period of the virtual summit. So like get as much as you can out of it. But if you are looking for more support so that you can provide it during PLCs throughout the year to bring more teachers to the table and kind of work towards common goal of sparking curiosity, fueling that sense making and igniting teacher moves, definitely reach out to us. Head to makemathmoments.com hit that contact button, let us know what you're thinking. And we try to make a custom fit opportunity or a custom fit model that will best work for you. And so that we can maximize that learning in your school. Awesome stuff. So 
Once again, we encourage you, if you haven't already, I'm sure you have, head over to summit.makemathmoments.com. Get yourself registered for this year's summit. And we'll see you on November 7th and 8th. And we're going to be really looking forward to seeing you there. We are pumped about it. But that's it for us on this particular episode. Show notes and links to resources from this episode can be found at makemathmoments.com forward slash episode 100. Again, that's makemathmoments.com forward slash episode 100. And remember, on that episode page, on that resource page, you've got transcripts, you can download them, all kinds of goodies, links to all of these ideas, including the virtual summit, are available there, summit.makemathmoments.com. One thing, Kyle, I forgot to mention now that you bring up the transcripts is that all videos and sessions from the summit are going to have captions. So we'll make sure that they're as accessible as they can be. So captions on all videos and replays. Awesome stuff. Well, until next time, I'm Kyle Pierce. And I'm John Orr. High fives for us. And a big high five for you. If you are a district leader of mathematics, a math coach, a math curriculum coordinator, a superintendent and principal, getting teacher buy-in for effective math teaching practice is top of mind. And plans only go so far. You can make you know detailed plans and, and carefully designed goals with clear objectives and key results that are measurable. But that can feel like it all falls flat if we can't engage our teachers in the work. Working with teachers who do not want to change their teaching practices is one of the most frustrating and challenging parts of our job. How do I help teachers engage in effective teaching practices when they keep pushing us away? If you can't reach the tipping point in mass adoption of effective mathematics teaching strategies, then it's, it's likely we won't see student improvement in mathematics. We have a free training uh, and accompanying workbook for leaders of mathematics like you. Uh, the, math, the Make Math Moments team, myself, John, and Kyle walk you through our four-stage process uh, we use with district partners to create clear, measurable, sustainable PD action plans, but more specifically on how to also get teacher buy-in so that it drives student engagement. So step one, register for this free training, get your planning workbook, um, and then watch the training. Schedule some time on your calendar so you can watch it and go through the workbook. After completing that workbook, you're going to have a clear, measurable vision, action plan for mathematics to get more teacher buy-in, but also be able to hit your goals for the 2024-2025 school year. So head on over to makemathmoments.com forward slash four stages to start this free training.